0: Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya
1: bhagavate
0: Jnana Timirandas Jnana Jnana Shalakaya Chakshuram Militam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanyamano Hisham Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayamro Bahakadam Mahyam Dadaati Svapadantikam Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Uta Padakamalam Sri Guru Vaishnavam Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam
1: Krishna Chaitanya Devam
0: Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Sri Vishakhan Vitamstha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinavan Ho Jagat Gopesha Gopika Kantha Radha Kantha Namas तप्त काञ्चन गोरा अंगी राधे ब्रन्नावनेश्वरी वृषभान सुते देवी प्रणामि हरि प्रिय वंछा कल्पतरुभ्यश्च कृपा सन्द्रुभ्य एवच पतितानां पावणेभ्यो
1: Vaishnavaibhyo
0: Namaham Namaham Vishnupadaya Krishna Preshtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Sarasvati Devi Gauravani Pracharine nirishesha shunya vare paschatya res tarihne shri krishna chetanya prabhu nitya ananda shri advaita gadadhar shri vaasar govakt vrindavan hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama, Hare Hare So, Bhagavad Gita, Chapter 3, Verse 14 Annat Bhavanti Bhutani Parjanyat Anna Sambhavah Yajnyat Bhavati Parjanyah Yagyaha, Karma Samudhavah Prabhu Can you switch off the echo? You know where's the echo? no, the second orange light. Yeah. Switch it off. Yeah. Thanks. Anad Bhavanti Bhutani. Annana Bhavanti Bhutani. Parjanyadana Sambhavaha. Yajnat Bhavati parjanyo यज्ञः कर्मसमुद्भवः यज्ञः अन्नाद् भवन्ति भूतानि अन्नाद् भवन्ति परजन्याद् अन्नसंभवः परजन्याद् भवति परजन्यो यज्ञाद् परजन्यो यज्ञः कर्मसमुद्भवः Anad Bhavanti Bhutani. Anad Bhavanti Bhutani. Parjannadana sam bhavaha. Yagnat bhavati parjanyo Yagana karma samodbhava yagana So directly we will go to the word to word because we are sort of running out of time. Anath from grains, bhavanti grow, bhutani, the material bodies, parjanyat, from rains, anna, food grains, sambhavaha are made possible, yajnyat, from the performance of sacrifice, bhavati. Becomes possible. becomes possible, parjanyah, reigns, yajna, performance of yajna, karma, yajyah. prescribed duties, duties. samud born, born of. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Translation All living bodies subsist on food grains which are produced from rain. Rains are produced by performance of yajna, sacrifice, and yajna is born of prescribed duties. Please repeat All living bodies bodies subsist on food grains grains which are produced from rain. rain. Rains are produced by performance of yajna, sacrifice then Yajna is born of prescribed duties. Purport. Srila Bharde Bhushan, a great commentator on the Bhagavad Gita, writes as follows. Ye indra dyanga tayavasthitam yajnam sarveshwaram vishnum abhyarchya tachesam asnantitenatadeha yantram Sampadhyantite Santa Sarveshwarasya Bhaktah Sarva Kilvishair Anadi Kalavi Atmanubhava Pratibandhakair Nikhilaih Papair Vimuchyante The Supreme Lord who is known as the Yajna Purusha or the personal beneficiary of all sacrifices is the master of all demigods who serve him as the different limbs of the body serve the whole. Demigods like Indra, Chandra, Varuna, etc., are appointed officers who manage material affairs and the Vedas direct sacrifices to satisfy these demigods so that they may be pleased to supply air, light and water sufficiently to produce food grains. When Lord Krishna is worshipped, the demigods who are different limbs of the body are also automatically worshipped. Therefore, there is no need, there is no separate need to worship the demigods. For this reason the devotees of the Lord who are in Krishna consciousness offer food to Krishna and then eat, a process which nourishes the body spiritually. By such action not only are past sinful reactions in the body vanquished, but the body becomes immunized to all contamination of material nature. When there is an epidemic disease, an antiseptic vaccine protects a person from the attack of such an epidemic. Similarly, food offered to Lord Vishnu and then taken by us makes us sufficiently resistant to material affection and one who is accustomed to this practice is called a devotee of the Lord. Important point. Who is taking Krishna Prasadam, he is called a devotee of the Lord. Who is accustomed to take Krishna Prasadam. Otherwise not devotee. Therefore, a person in Krishna Consciousness, who eats only food offered to Krishna, can counteract all reactions of past material infections, which are impediments to the progress of self-realization. On the other hand, one who does not do so, continues to increase the volume of sinful action and this prepares the next body to resemble hogs and dogs, to suffer the resultant reactions of all sins. The material world is full of contaminations and one who is immunized by accepting prasadam of the lord food offered to Vishnu is saved from the attack whereas one who does not do so becomes subjected to contamination. Food grains or vegetables are factually eatables. The human being eats different kinds of food grains, vegetables, fruits etc. and the animals eat the refuse of the food grains and vegetables, grass, plants etc. Human beings who are accustomed to eating meat and flesh must also depend on the production of vegetation in order to eat the animals. Therefore, ultimately we have to depend on the production of the field and not on the production of big factories. The field production is due to sufficient rain from the sky and such rains are controlled by demigods like Indra, Sun, Moon, etc. and they are all the servants of the Lord. The Lord can be satisfied by sacrifices. Therefore, one who cannot perform them will find himself in scarcity. That is the law of nature. Yajna, specifically the Sankirtan Yajna, prescribed for this age must therefore be performed to save us at least from scarcity of food supply. So, this is a very important verse chapter 3, text 14 annad Bhavanti Bhutani We all subsist on food grains that is the first thing first necessity of our of the living beings especially humans uh, nowadays there is a there is an exodus of people from the Villages to the cities, and people have the idea that economic development depends on these factories and such industrial enterprises. Whereas the agricultural produce is being neglected, but factually. We can't subsist on computer chips and PCB boards and such electronics. When it comes down um, to the basic necessities, it is food grains. And the whole economic solution according to the Vedas is very simple. In fact, this verse is the economic solution for all our needs
1: there is no need of
0: big study of economics and uh, make it very complex (laughs) the other day i was discussing with uh, one devotee who works in the banking sector and he was describing all the kinds of different kinds of business that goes on like um, stock market there is um, investment there is what is that exchange exchange of um, stocks then futures and options and they make it very complicated and layer layer it upon layer upon layer and make it so complicated whereas actually all that is just to earn food basically it comes down to that it doesn't have to be so complicated Bhavanti That's, all. That's all we need actually for subsistence. We need food grains and of course we need uh, clothing shelter. This is the basics. So in today's term, in today's calculation, a person is considered first class by how much money he has. A country is judged as first world country if it has a lot of money economic condition they say oh GDP that is the that is the index of advancement there is no uh, measurement of character in the calculation of what is first class and what is third class even if a person is third class if he has some money somehow he is considered first class this is symptom of Kali Yuga is explained in the Bhagavatam, 12th Kanto. In the 12th canto of Bhagavatam, uh, mind you, Bhagavatam was written just prior to Kali Yuga. At that time, the situation was not like this, so bad. Hmm. What were described in the pages of Bhagavatam as the, I mean, the predictions of, the symptoms of Kali Yuga used to be unthinkable at, the, at that time. It was very, people could not comprehend things could be so bad but now it is a commonplace thing so many things even to the point that uh, such small details as lavanyam Keshadharanam. it is said that in Kali Yuga, people will um, you know measure their beauty according to their hairstyle uh, how much uh, Money. how much uh, this thing is done for hair styling you know in uh, India in the Vedic culture barber is not a very high class job or something it is not considered very high job but now they have new names for it only Hairstylist. you know some style you know <laughs> and uh, I, I, I saw one shop in uh, I think orchard or somewhere the upscale uh, location in Singapore uh, uh, what is the word? hairstyle engineer you know he <laughs> his designation is hairstyle engineer just give some name this is called euphemism euphemism means make it sound nicer than it actually is You know? For example, instead of saying bus driver, there is a bus captain. You know, <laughs> Make it sound nicer than it actually is. So, these kind of euphemisms um, does not change the real thing. And if you actually go and see the hairstylist shops, very posh, especially in the upscale regions. Mm, very posh, very nice lighting and all that. But doing what? Just cutting hair only. Um, lavanyam Keshadharanam. Uh, just get it done and you go work. No. Big uh, and also nail polish. What is that? Uh, manicure. The lady was just spending hours there just getting their nails painted. But in a few days' time, the nail will grow and then the whole thing will come out. But they waste time. Hmm. So this is how people in Kalyuga waste time. Uh, Profusely and they have no time for the real thing in life. So we have created so many anarthas. Anartha means something which is not necessary, not um, not, uh, crucial, critical for subsistence. Subsistence critical means food, clothing, shelter. That is what we absolutely need. But nowadays we think we need a TV. You know uh, my brother he is in Philippines so it's just getting a new house so in the new house um, usually you know what is in the living room there's a big TV right everybody's house so this house is um, being uh, furnished so the carpenter the contractor so my brother and uh, his wife they told him they we're not gonna have a TV you know, don't make any space for TV bracket and all these things. Huh? You don't want it at all or you want somewhere or what? No, no, we don't want it at all. What? Then? How, wh- what is? What are you going to have in the living room? You know, now it, it has become like that. It has become like, without TV, how are you going to survive? How you will breathe? <laughs> we don't need to we don't need the tv at all but it is like unthinkable how can you have a house without a tv tv bracket there how is it possible what are you going to have what are you going to do in-house so uh, this has come to be the situation nowadays in fact many people don't even i remember when i was small you know we were four children and there used to be some fight which channel you know Somebody wants to watch this movie. Somebody wants to watch this cartoon. You no, know, something will be there, and there will be some scuffle. But now, everybody has their own phone. You can just watch it on your own screen. Everybody has their own screen. So these these things have become so-called necessities. Uh, they have forgotten the real thing, wasting time simply, wiling away time so i have so here in the bhagavad gita it is very simple economics is just one verse out of the 700 verses is one verse economics finish to talk about the next thing more important things in life so uh, whereas the what is it bachelor of commerce master com ma, master of commerce phd mark, market research analyst big big names uh, business analyst yeah. what are they doing here is economics. They will say array, this kind of economics what do you, everybody will be you know poor, you know? Let's see what <laughs> how are people living. This is just one example, but actually if there are many, in fact, okay, let us see this one first. In the Kunti Devi prayers, I have shown this a few times already, but you can see 1840 of Bhagavatam, Canto 1, chapter 8, text 40. Hmm all these cities and villages this is Kunti Devi she is speaking to Krishna all these cities and villages are flourishing in all respects because the herbs and grains are in abundance the trees are full of fruits the rivers are flowing the hills are full of minerals and the oceans are full of wealth and this is all due to your glancing over them you see people used to have nice jewelry gold and um, uh, diamonds and sapphires and all these stones and pearls it's not that they did not have these things oh they did not know how to do metallurgy no how how were the arrows arrows made, made of what? metal they made it sharp and and so they used to have all these things but they did not have industries, big big factories, there was no need yeah. and the hills, hills are full of minerals. In fact, there is, I think in the purport of this verse or somewhere, anyway I don't want to, you see, the natural gifts such as grains and vegetables, fruits, rivers, the hills full of jewels and minerals and the seas full of pearls are supplied by the order of the supreme. And as he desires, material nature produces them in abundance or restricts them at times. The natural law is that the human being may take advantage of these godly gifts of nature and satisfactorily flourish on them without being captivated by the exploitative motive of lauding it over material nature. The more we attempt to exploit material nature according to our whims of enjoyment, the more we shall become entrapped by the reaction of such exploitative attempts. Like like quagmire. You know what's quagmire? quicksand quicksand the more you try to get out of it the more you will go deeper inside material world is like that the more we try to dominate it the more we try the more we'll be entrapped for example this domination of material nature is in happening in the form of technology you know we have um, calculators we have i mean simple example in school In school, in our, in my, in my time, there is no, calculators are not allowed, even uh, up till junior college, not allowed, they are not allowed in class, they are not allowed in exams, but now, in the class, in exams, you can use calculator, apparently, you know, the children are very advanced in using technology and they, know, they know how to work the calculator or iPads or whatever, but what is happening in that process? their minds are not being exercised the phones are becoming smarter people are becoming more stupid they are outsourcing the smartness into these things artificial intelligence is increasing real intelligence is decreasing this is happening so we are depending on these things so the more and more we depend on these things thinking it is advancement and when one day something shuts off That's it. We are powerless. We don't know what to do, how to do anything. We are coming to that stage now. Now, for example, people used to drive cars. Those days, you know, everything manual, you know, the steering is very tough to turn. Now there is, okay, power steering. I don't know if those of you drive, you will know what I'm talking about. And we have the manual gear shift. And previously, even you have to put your own oil and water and everything in the carburetor. Now we don't really need to do that. There is coolant. You just give it to the service guy and then he will do something and bring. You don't know what is going on. And now the cars are progressing even more and more. You don't even have to hold a steering. You just put the destination in the GPS and the car will drive by itself. (laughs) Tesla and such cars. In fact, parking also. Parking also it will do by itself. You don't have to measure whether I'm hitting the car, no. You just uh, you just park somewhere in the car park or you, I mean, the car will go by itself in the car park and then you just park and you will find the empty slot and you will park itself. The car will park itself. And now new, I think, uh, new latest model of Tesla. What? You don't, you suppose you go into the car park. You don't know, you don't remember where you park the car. You just press one button on the remote or actually app, not even a remote. Now app one app and the car from the car park lot, it will come and drive itself up to you. And you just have to get into the car and go. (laughs) You know, yeah, it's real. So, just imagine, you don't have to do anything. Your brain doesn't have to work. Hmm. People say this is convenience. Yes, it is. It is convenience. But, if something happens, some... Satellite problem or whatever, for whatever reason, if something shuts off and people will be nervous to hold a steering wheel again and 20, 30 years down the line, people will think, hey, how did you drive the whole, tra- navigate the whole traffic without banging into any car? They will ask the older generation because it, it will be unthinkable. So people are depending more and more on these things. so in the process what is happening their intelligence is going down and down and down for example in those days the Vedas if you want to read the Vedas and you know Vedic literature you have to these were only stored in the temple there was no printing press Gutenberg did not take birth at that time you know who is Gutenberg he is the inventor of the printing press first one so he, he did not take birth and no printing press and Palm leaves, they used to write this. Before there was no writing even. Just Shruti. The Guru will speak. And then, just like Sukadeva Goswami Parishit Maharaj. There was Bhagavatam class for 7 days, non-stop. There was no book, there was no nothing. Sukhadev Goswami sat and he spoke. Continuously, 7 days, 16,000 verses he spoke. Without end. Memory, you see, how sharp and parishad Maharaj heard and understood Krishna spoke Bhagavad Gita one hour 700 shlokas and Arjuna understood today we are reading one verse of that Bhagavad Gita <laughs> we are not able to understand even that one you see but Arjuna he was not even a great pandit or brahmachari or Sannyasi or yogi, nothing he was just a grihastha family man, that too from a Political family man, politician, you uh, you tried teaching this Bhagavad Gita to some politician, what will happen? He has a million things to worry about. Hmm. Where is he has the focus to understand this thing? But, you know where he understood Bhagavad Gita? On the battlefield. eh, Both armies were facing each other. What kind of tension you will have? and they are talking about life what is life you know what is afterlife what is (laughs) you know something which you would discuss in a setting like this which is like suppose there is a war here suppose this is a battlefield and two armies are here so we will be sitting like we will be sitting like this and speaking nicely you know let's talk about Bhagavad Gita will we speak like this yes we see Radha but just imagine so the the trumpeting is going on, you know, the, the, the bugles, the conch shells, the elephants, the horses, it is not a quiet place, you know, when the people are getting ready for war in those times especially, they don't fight with gorilla warfare, gorilla, they, they are face to face, brave warriors, face to face, full army on this side, full army on this side and in this way they will fight and how many animals and how many people and everything, how much noise will be there? But they were discussing Bhagavad Gita. Very high philosophy they were discussing. Yeah. And he understood. No doubts for Arjuna. Now here we are peacefully sitting. There is no bombing, nothing going on. No shooting. Now still we cannot understand. Nothing can get into our head. Kali Yuga. Mandaha matayo. Mandha bhagya Very, 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 very slow in understanding spiritual life. Yeah. Those days people used to and of course after uh, 5000 years ago the Kaluga started then nothing was in the heads of people so it had to be written down. So the Acharyas they have written down the whole Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam you know 700 shlokas, one Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam is 18,000 shlokas you know how many sets of those palm leaves have to be written down and have to be preserved and written with proper handwriting so that it is legible and if somebody has to make a copy he somebody with a good handwriting and who can understand what is being written, then he can copy. Because if he doesn't understand what he is writing, he can make mistakes. So it is a mistake means it is changed, finished. It is a miracle, in fact, that all these scriptures are still in intact. We are today reading. Without all the printing press and such mass reproduction and effective reproduction. It is a miracle that they are still in existence. So, uh, of course, this is the um, will of the Supreme Lord, that they are existing. But is it, and if somebody wants to read them, they were only kept in temples. You can't have a personal copy at home. Everybody, if you have a personal copy, how how many copies have to be written down? Who will write? 18,000 verses you're going to write. Mahabharat, 100,000 verses you're going to copy. Each Quran, you know, Skanda Puran eighty-one thousand verses. Let's take out that verse. There is a there is a breakdown of how many verses in each Quran, you know. Hmm. This is twelfth uh, canto, you know? Okay, that is the Sanskrit, we'll go to the English. The Brahma Puran consists of ten thousand verses, the Padma Puran of fifty five thousand, Sri Vishnu Puran of twenty-three thousand, the Shiva Puran of twenty-four thousand, and Srimad Bhagavatam of eighteen thousand, the Narada Puran has twenty five thousand verses, the Markande Puran nine thousand, the Agni Puran fifteen thousand four hundred, the Puran fourteen thousand five hundred, the Brahma Vivarta Puran, Brahma Vaivarta Puran eighteen thousand, and Puran eleven thousand. The Varaha Puran contains 24,000 verses. The Skanda Puran, 81,000 verses. 81,100. The Vamana Puran, 10,000. The Kurma Puran, 17,000. Matsya Puran, 14,000. Garuda Puran, 19,000. Brahmana Puran, 12,000. Imagine writing all these things and copying. Handwriting. <coughs> Thus, the total number of verses in all the Puran is 400,000. 18,000 of these, once again, belong to the beautiful Bhagavatam. Jiva Goswami has quoted from the Matsya Purana as follows: You see, after compiling the eighteen Puranas, Vyasadeva, the son of Satyavati, composed the entire Mahabharata, which contains the essence of all the Puranas. It consists of over one hundred thousand verses and is filled with all the ideas of the Vedas. There is also the account of the pastimes of Ramachandra spoken by Valmiki, an account originally related to Lord Bra- related by Lord Brahma in one billion verses. Rama original Ramayana and Bra- related by Brahma. 1 billion verses. That Ramayana was later summarized by Narada and related to Valmiki who further presented it to mankind so that human beings could attain the goals of religiosity, sense gratification and economic development. So, in the human society, the Ramayana has come to be known as 25,000 verses. But originally, Ramayana is 1 billion verses in Pramaloka. The total number of verses in all the Puranas and Itihasas is thus known in human society to amount to 525,000 verses. How to make copies? Huh? <laughs> By the time he copies, he will die and your grandson, great-grandson will die. You know. So, um, people used to go to the temple and very few people used to actually have the time to study. You cannot study all again. You know, at, in one lifetime. So, therefore, it has to be summarized in some, you know, so so many but still people used to be very sharp people used to quote they used to quote from memory you know uh, but now printing press mass publication thousands and thousands of Bhagavad Gita we are selling you know on the uh, fairs and everything book distribution you know copies of copy every house almost can have a copy now. Not only that, e-books, Kindle, don't even have to spend the paper, or oh, just, just one microchip. Now, what is that? Micro SD card. In that, you can fit all the Vedas. One microchip. And, it is on the phone screen, just one app. All Vedas are accessible. Pocket Vedas app. All Prabhupada's books are accessible. But here nothing. <laughs> we don't remember anything. You know, at the time of, you know, when somebody, uh, we, if we have to answer, if we have to depend on the device, then at the time of death, how are we going to remember? In the, At the time of death, our mind is a real thing. We have to deal with our mind. At that time, you know, oh, I am going to die. Okay, let me open the app and, uh, you know, read the teachings and all. How? What? It has to be here. So, that is the whole idea. That's why in this, uh, this year's Vasabhuj offering, I wrote like that. One verse, one stanza from my poem is like that. You know, that books are in the, in the, on the phone screen but we are still green about the whole thing we don't know anything so in this way we are depending on these things but here we are becoming empty we're becoming a useless you know uh, some shell only you know what is a shell shell nothing inside hollow shell so the skull is like a shell inside nothing no brain So, uh, this is called manda sumandamati. We are thinking we are advancing but actually we are in the quicksand. We are going deeper and deeper into its complexities. We are dependent. We think we are controlling but actually we are being controlled by these things. Yeah. And, and the, what people are doing on the phones? Very, uh, very high powered smartphone, 6 GB RAM, you know, when we, when to year 2000 we used to have a PC in our home 20 GB total hard disk space 20 GB RAM was like 256 MB or something and to open windows 95 it will take like you know 15 minutes <laughs> the internet connection was 56 kbps you know that modem king 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 one sound will make uh, now phones are more powerful far more powerful than those Huh? And every pe- every person has a phone. And when I'm traveling in the bus and MRT, people on the phones, you know. What are they doing? Candy crush. Some stupid game on the phone screen, you know. They you know, swipe and swipe and swipe and some colors, you know. What, what are they doing? They look like, you know, big suit and boot and, you know, like very, very, you know, busy businessman, you know, or businesswoman. And I just lean over their shoulder and see what they're doing? Some candy crush. I mean on <laughs> big big things but where is the mind what is the how much intelligence you need to play the game zero you know it's a brain dead game but this is what people are interested in I mean say Hare Chant Hare Krishna there is no time I have no time too busy you know what are you doing when you are commuting what are you doing how can you be busy that you you know, fully, you know, doing some emails, some, what? Nothing, simply playing. And most of the people in the office, what they do? Something while away time and you know, somehow or other finished it. 9 to 5, 9 to 6, or whatever. So, in this way, uh, people are very, very interested to waste time. And the social media is also made like that. Just push the swipe, 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 you know. The worst is a TikTok. You know, it is now the world's biggest social media app. Without anybody's knowledge, it has climbed up to the top. Top. Simply videos. And what is, you know, how many people used to watch documentaries like one hour or something, you know, National, National Geographic or something. Now, no time. 15 seconds. TikTok. 15 seconds videos. That's all. Maximum, two options. 15 seconds or one minute. You can't make a video more than that. People' attention span is that. It is said if your uh, video does not interest the viewer in 7 seconds, you are running the risk of losing that viewer, they say. So, the first 7 seconds should be some interesting, something should be there, so that people will actually watch through the whole thing. That's why when we put these lecture videos on our <laughs> YouTube channel, <laughs> hopeless viewership. <laughs> Who will be interested in sitting one hour and listening? <laughs> That's why what we are doing, we are cutting up the legs <laughs> and making short short videos out of that. Or at least watch something. <laughs> you have attention span kind of two minutes, already to see some two minute video. Like something will get into your head, you know, at least. So we are having to propose to distribute books. Forget about books. People are not even reading books now. Books is how much investment in time. When they see a big book, they already are got scared. Looking at the size, they are scared. They are afraid. Right? When we say, hey, take Bhagavad Gita, right? Bhagavad Gita too big. But this thick how to read? No? no patience at all. Book reading gone almost. Especially in this part of the world. Southeast Asia. I see sometimes Western countries, they still read something. They have the habit of reading. Asian culture I tell you sound completely out. The book reading is out. You go to library. Today I went to the library. You know what people are doing? On their own computers, uh, playing games, candy crush again. Some people. <laughs> that, that game doesn't, <laughs> doesn't go away. You used to People used to play another. I was sometimes, you know, when you wake up 3 a.m. sometimes, you know, and you know, chanting downstairs just to get some fresh air. You know what people were doing? You know that game Pokemon Go? People you know, on the screen, all were rushing to our, to our building. Who's coming from Mangalarthi? <laughs> 3 o'clock. <laughs> but all did not sleep. They were playing Pokemon Go and then they found some, uh, some, something will be there on that screen. They will catch those things. And 7, 8 people rushing you know, into the into our building. Who's coming? What's happening? <laughs> and then they will go on the road you know, like zombies. They were like zombies. In the phone like this like this and then they are rushing somewhere and then they would catch that and then go to another place and catch this what is going on? they were looking like idiots you know complete idiots <laughs> you know <laughs> this is what technology is making us I couldn't believe my eyes I was saying what is this what is going on you know and adults not even kids they, they would get run over by a car they won't bother I, mean, I have to get that some something is there on the other side of the road virtually on my phone screen I, they will just run and I saw taxis they, you know they stopped because people were like crossing not that night but other times when that game was a craze pokemon go so not only is it a waste of time they are putting them people in danger you know what kind of this is entertainment this is all okay. But you do a Harinam, you know, Sankirtan on the road, that is banned. That is, you know, noisy, there is disturbance and all this. But the car, mm, 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 one car will come, night sometimes, Ferrari, Lamborghini. Big sound. Array, how fast you can go on this road? There is a bump there and then every 100 meters there is a traffic light. The Sound is very big. Speed nothing. You know, technology. Anybody, especially in Singapore, if they own a this kind of car, is useless. Every 100 meters, is going to stop. Why? Why he needs that car? And if he actually manages to speed, and he will get caught by a camera and then fined and license revoked. So people, they think this is advancement. Simply running and getting themselves into danger and wasting time. These things they think are da- uh, were, um, advancement whereas the necessity is very simple annad Bhavanti Bhutani you need food to subsist learn how to cook learn how to grow I mean grow the paddy honestly I myself don't know I myself don't know <laughs> I'm speaking about it but I never had the training of tilling the ground and you know raising the crops if something happens and there's no way I can survive we are simply subsisting on these supermarkets. Convenience stores. You want convenience. Alright, we will go down and dig and all that. Never mind, They'd let them dig and whatever, we will just buy. Let them package it also. And nowadays, you know, vegetables are cut also and put in packets. You don't have to cut, nothing. No need to peel and cut. All cut already and put in the packets. You just have to buy and put in... And ready to cook. Nowadays, everything is ready to cook. Masala mm, and then put inside. Two minutes done. So how how we will and that's why people are getting all kind of diseases. All kinds of diseases. So uh, this is not the way. Keep life simple. They used to have land. They used to have cows. Used the dairy products and then uh, food. And suppose this person grows paddy, that person grows tomatoes, okay, exchange a little bit. Now that person, another vegetable exchange. Like this, they used to exchange and they used to live happily. They used to trade like this. And the rest of the time can be saved for self-realization. And even that food grains, instead of vast irrigation projects, you know, some, in history we used to study Harappan and Mohanjad civilization and there was irrigation systems. In that civilization, there was uh, irrigation. <coughs> we think that is advanced oh they were advanced, you know, at that time they knew irrigation. Why before that there was no irrigation? Because they depend on directly on the Lord. They did not waste time creating all these irrigation systems and all. Yet bhavati parjanya annad bhavanti bhutani parjanya sambhava today's verse annad bhavanti bhutani by food we will subsist parjanya sambhava by rains food, food is produced that is the irrigation natural irrigation is there already the lord has already arranged for the irrigation why we need to create any sprinklers or helicopter, uh, this thing, and you know, nothing. It is there already. From the clouds it will come. But how will that come? Regularly. Yajna, Bhavati Parjanyo. By doing Yajna, automatically the Lord will be pleased. Actually, they used to do Indra Puja and all that. You know, like Nanda Maharaj, he was also doing, going to do Indra Puja. So Indra Puja, they worship Indra and Indra will send the rains but if you directly worship the lord not only rains you will get sunlight you will get rain you will get minerals you will get everything you know vanadri supak virudha you will get herbs medicinal herbs you will get uh, what is that vegetables and plants huh? and then you will get vanadri nadivudhan vana Adri Vana means uh, forests and then there is Adri which is mountains full of minerals Nadi rivers flowing rivers waters problem solved hmm? Udanvanta, seas everything the, the pearls from the seas everything is abundantly available when there is mercy of the Lord and under a king who knows how to rule according to religious principles, uh, the whole population will be very happy and natural supplies will be very profuse. There is a description, I think, in the 1st Canto 16th chapter, I think, if I am not wrong, description of, I think, Yudhishthira Maharaj's kingdom. How everything was so profuse. There was no dearth. Most importantly, people who are happy. What are we doing all these things for? To become happy. But that happiness is not elusive, it is elusive. With all our technology where you know, for example, now there is messaging text, this and everything. So sometimes the husband and wife are not at peace with each other. Because they're thinking all oh, the partners chatting with somebody else so many like this cases and they can have private conversations with anybody so it is creating troubles because you give power to a fool you are going to ask for trouble that's why power was only given to qualified people in those days, why the kshatriyas only were taught, why when Ekalavya came to learn and he was rejected in India, this is a um, uh, case study for <laughs> caste system. Oh, how horrible, horrible caste system is! Is a case study. In our, in our Hindi, we used to in our Hindi literature, we used to read this. Oh, Eklavya, how he was denied the right to practice archery because of nonsense caste system. But there is, uh, it is not nonsense because Ekalavya had the talent. Yes. But he did not have the responsibility of a proper Kshatriya. Hmm. In, in fact, he went and joined Yudhis, Duryodhan's camp later on. If he had the power as good as Arjuna or even greater, then he would have caused a lot of damage. The very fact that he did not tell his guru and he is saying that you are my guru, Dronacharya, and you know, he was secretly... Uh, Dronacharya, he asked Dronacharya, he said, no, I will only teach Kshatriyas, then he made a uh, statue of Dronacharya and in front of him, he would pay respects and then he would practice on his own and one time, the Pandavas and Kauravas, they were, you know, playing about and then one dog, you know, was, uh, you know, barking and this boy, Ikalavya, he shot seven arrows into the mouth of the dog and shut the dog up. Before the dog could close its mouth, seven arrows, seven arrows went into the mouth and it shut the dog up and could not bark anymore. So, he, he, all the Pandavas and were astonished, were right? Who is Who has done this? Who is such a qualified artist? Dronacharya himself was, uh, you know, stunned. Who is this? Then they traced about and they found this Ekalavya. And Dronacharya asked, who is your Guru? You are my Guru. Hmm? So, there was no obedience. So, if the obedience is not there, that means you can check, you can understand what kind of person he is. He will have the art of archery, but he will misuse it. He will not. So, that is the reason why he was rejected. Uh, So, in this way, just the talent itself is not enough. Now, nuclear weapons are in the hands of every country. And they don't have first class character. Anytime they can cause a destruction. So power is there but in the hands of fools. That's why they say with great power comes great responsibility. So unless your responsibility you should not be given power. Not that with great power comes great responsibility. But power should be given to those who are responsible. That is the Vedic system. Because once you get power, as they say power corrupts. No, power will corrupt, those who are already, power will not corrupt, power will just magnify the corruption that is already there in the brain of the person. It will just be a tool to enhance the effect of such corruption in the brain. And of course, it will also induce the person to be more corrupt. But if the mind is clean, then can give give that person any amount of power, he will never misuse. Uh, we have we are now reading in the bhagavatam every morning we are having bhagavatam class and um, now the chapter that is going on is that uh, prachina Bharishat, king prachina Bharishat, he asked his sons the prachetas to generate population actually no he to rule over the world and generate population and immediately what they did they went to perform austerities And Lord Shiva instructed them and they performed severe austerities. They did not, oh nice, now I will occupy this uh, throne and I will do whatever I want. No, very, very responsible. So that has to be the first thing. Then only he should be given the power. Therefore, the kings were Rajarshis. Uh, Rajarshis. So Rajarshi means he performs his yajna and he sets up systems where everyone performs yagnas. varnashram system, where where Hari or satisfaction of Hari is the central point in civilization. Everybody is employed in their own way, in the, according to their own talents, Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Sudra, and doesn't matter, it's not about discrimination, it's about cooperation, Varnashram system is about cooperation, the brahmanas are the head, mukha bahur padibhya purusha shashramai saha, chattvaru jaggyne varna, gunaya vipradaya prathak. so uh, the brahmanas are the head, kshatriyas are the arms, vaishyas are the waist and Shudras are the legs, But this is cooperation. In our body, we need all these parts. If everybody is head only, now the body will move. Or if everybody only legs, who will think? If the whole body is made of legs only, what kind of body is that? That's not body. Body means all parts must be there and they have to cooperate in harmony. So, the Varnashram system, brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Sutra is supposed to cooperate Huh? how they cooperate brahmanas they study vedic literature and how to perform austerities sacrifices and then they will teach others other brahmanas kshatriyas vaishas sutras everybody they will teach yeah anak kshatriyas they run the kingdom they implement okay oh so uh, people must perform uh, uh, Hare Krishna chanting alright let's construct temples so the government will take fund and construct temples. And of course, there is defense also. It is not that only temple. Defense is also there. Protection. Material and spiritual protection, the Kshatriyas have to give. Especially the spiritual protection, Brahmanas will give. Material protection, Kshatriyas will give. Hmm. So, spiritual protection means to keep everybody in the devotional service, in the path of the Vedas, Vedic civilization. Brahmanas duty. So, the Kshatriyas, they will give facility for that. Complete facility for Brahmanas. Wow. In fact, they used to consider themselves as servants of the Brahmanas. And the Brahmanas also were knowledgeable. Not simply some thread and, you know, now you must respect me. That is Kali Yuga. That also is explained in the bhagavatam Brahmane Sutra He In Kali Yuga, Brahmana is just, if one has thread, oh, Brahman. That is the thread anyone can put, who cannot put that thread? Just like, the university, after you finish your 4 four years of rigorous project work and you know, all the exams and studying and you know, what you will get? One paper. One paper you will get. That paper you can print on your own printer. <laughs> 25, uh, what? 15 cents paper, okay, thick paper you get, maybe a little bit expensive within five dollars you can make that certificate but you spend thousands of dollars, why? it is not the certificate what that certificate represents oh, this certificate means oh, this person has knowledge about this, 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 these things it is an indication of what that is oh, just because your certificate, he is a big man, no certificate means something but Kaluga, people forge Oh, I can print my own paper. Like that. Brahmana means, oh, I can have my own thread. What is there? It is his forging. There is no qualification there. Simply thread. That thread doesn't cost anything. Just like the certificate doesn't cost anything. But what it signifies. So, that's why you have to see the person, what he is speaking. A fool is not known un- until he opens his mouth. And... Uh, similarly, a spiritually advanced person is also not known until he is open uh, until he opens his mouth. That's why Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur said, "Don't be very eager to uh, see a sadhu. Be more eager to hear a sadhu. Judge a sadhu by hearing what he is speaking." Of course, we are nobody. I myself don't know what is the standards. And if I hear something, ah, nice, nice. He is saying something very nice because it appeals to me. No, that is not how we check whether he is a sadhu. Whether he is speaking exactly what Krishna is speaking or not. That is the check of a Sadhu or a Brahmana. Brahmana means he should only repeat Vedic literature. He should be like a lawyer. You know, when you when you see a lawyer, how he will argue the case. According to constitution, section, so and so, article, so and so, clause, so and so, uh, this has to be done. He will say the point, exact what? Pinpoint the source of reference Hmm. so like that uh, in spiritual circles we have to quote from authority because if I say something out of my own speculation uh, that is not uh, in fact in spiritual circles in in those days especially when people used to understand the value of scriptures nobody accepts any word unless it is backed up by a shastric quote they have to cite the Shastras. Otherwise, it is not considered even. Just like in the court of law, you say something, that nobody considers. Are you say, tell what section, of where you are what you are saying. Is it backed up? So, like that. And previous, also, sections, so and so, that is one thing. And previous, similar cases, precedence, that is also studied, in law. So, therefore, we have Vedas and Puranas. Puranas, what? Are Histories precedences of this principle how was it how has it been put into action Hmm. like it is said we have to chant the holy name oh we have an example Haridas Thakur we have an example uh, Hanuman who is always chanting Ram 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 so there is principle and there is the example of that principle so in this way everything is coinciding Uh, in this way you have to study Vedic literature and be able to quote from them and that is the proper way, that is why Prabhupada said in the 17th chapter here, we see. Anudvega karam vakyam satyam priyahitam chayat swadhyaya abhyasanam chayva tapa uchyate. Austerity of speech consists in speaking words that are truthful, pleasing, beneficial, and not agitating to others. And also in regularly reciting Vedic literature, swadhyaya. What is that? Swadhyaya abhyasanam. Swadhyaya means Vedic literature. Studying of Vedic literature. Um, we have to regularly recite Vedic literature. Not just recitation means you know like uh, the other day I we was speaking about just reciting like you know I, yeah I also know Bhagavad Gita twelfth chapter I know the I can recite. Um, fine good but do you know what it means that is important both recitation and understanding and application we have to live by those principles after all what are we studying these for to apply those in our life right so there has to be study memorization and also application so here in the purport Uh, Prabhupada is writing, one should not speak in such a way as to agitate the minds of others. Of course, when a teacher speaks, he can speak the truth for the instruction of his students, but such a teacher should not speak to those who are not his students if he will agitate their minds. This is penance as far as talking is concerned. Besides that, one should not talk nonsense. The process of speaking in spiritual circles is to say something upheld by the scriptures. One should at once quote from the scriptural authority to back up what he is saying. At the same time, such talk should be very pleasurable to the, to the ear. By such discussions, one may derive the highest benefit and elevate human society. There is a limitless talk of Vedic literature and one should study this. This is called penance of speech. Of course, sometimes when we are dealing with atheists, dealing with you know uh, people who are not very uh, what is that receptive, sometimes there will be arguments. Like you you can see sometimes Prabhupada he had to argue with some people you know they used to challenge. Sometimes it happens but generally we avoid those people. Those who are not receptive to learn better they can go in their own way because if we preach to them they will become even more offensive to Krishna. Lessen his offenses at least you keep quiet better you don't talk at all anything because if you talk you talk nonsense better don't engage him that is the idea for not preaching to the faithless but if we can convince them that is another thing pure devotee can convince but some it also depends on the other person how much he is receptive how much he is pious it all comes down to piety people take to Krishna consciousness with determination Who? who what kind of people take those who are have a very very high stock of pious activities not simply those who are intelligent sometimes it it, it is very uh, surprising people are very intelligent materially sometimes but when it comes to spiritual topics they are so dull what happened to their rational thinking and all this when it comes to spiritual life you start to wonder, right, why this guy speaks so logically in material terms. When it comes to spiritual life, where is that logic in this person? Why can't he understand that there is God? How can he deny? Just because he cannot see. Other than everything, how did it come into order? Is basic science, I mean basic common sense that God is there. So people don't... Have that understanding why? Because they are not pious. They may be intelligent, but what is that? Maya Apaharta Jnana. Hmm. Their Jnana is uh, kidnapped, stolen by Maya. Their real knowledge. That's why Kunti Devi says, Krishna also says, in Naham Prakasha Sarvasya, Yoga Maya samavrita Avrata means covered. I am completely covered to the who? Uh, <clears throat> to the Mudhas, to the fools and rascals, I keep myself covered. Because they don't like to see me, I, I don't show myself. Therefore, Kunti Dev is also praying. Namasye Purusham Dvadyam Ishwaram Alaksham Sarvabhutanam Antar Bahiravasthitam. O Krishna, I offer my obeisances unto you because you are the original personality and are unaffected by the qualities of the material world. You are existing both within and without everything, yet you are invisible to all. He is everywhere, but still he is invisible. Just like Prahlad Maharaj. Hirany asked him, Where is your Lord? Huh? You're talking about Vishnu Vishnu. Where is he? Why is he hiding from me? Why is he such a coward? <coughs> he is thinking he is such a big time. <laughs> Vishnu is hiding from him. Hmm. No, Prahlad is everywhere. What everywhere? Why doesn't he appear? Is he in this pillar? Yes. Then he banged the pillar and the Lord came out. <coughs> Next verse also is on the same lines. You see, Maya Javanika Chhannam. This is very nice. Agnya Jam Avyayam Nalakshase Moodha Again, Moodha javanika means curtain javanika ach- ach- means hidden covered by javanika so being beyond the range of limited sense perception you are the eternally irreproachable factor covered by the curtain of deluding energy you are invisible to the foolish observer exactly as an actor dressed as a player is not recognized. The Lord may come right in front of the atheist. Still, he will not (laughs) recognize. So, that is the atheist. So, that's why the Lord doesn't come. It's not that the Lord cannot show himself. The Lord is already in front of the atheist. He is in front of all of us. He is in every single atom, everywhere he is. But we cannot see him because we are Muddha. It's like the sun is always there. Because of the cloud, I cannot see. The cloud has no power to cover the sun. But the cloud has full power to cover our eyes. The cloud may be very big, you know, like hundreds and hundreds of kilometers. But what is that compared to the sun? Sun is millions and millions of kilometers wide. And how can a hundred, hundred kilometer cloud cover the millions of kilometers diameter sun it doesn't cover it covers our eyes therefore we cannot see the sun so if we choose to be under the cloud of maya then we cannot see but if we are if we are humble if we accept Krishna and surrender to him through a bona fide spiritual master yes then we can see when we have the piety then we can contact. Uh, what is that? A Brahmanda Bhamide ka na jeev Guru Krishna prasadapaya bhakti lata Bhagyavan, you have to be fortunate. Some piety, something have to be done. Actually, the only piety is uh, no other piety will get us to Krishna. No. There is no other process that can make us Krishna consciousness. No. It is actually the mercy of the pure devotee of Krishna. Somehow or other, if we are little bit favorable to a pure devotee of Krishna, uh, that will help us. Through his mercy. Even if we are the most pious, we cannot understand. We cannot understand Krishna. Just like Prachana Bharhishat also is being by Narad Muni because he was so much in uh, karmakanda activities. Very very pious, but still has no clue of what is spiritual life. He thinks that this is this is all. Even the most pious person cannot have any clue of spiritual life unless naisham sthavado rukramangreem srishti anarthapakboya dartha mahiya bhisekam. NISHKINCHANA ANAVNA Unless, this is Prahlad Maharaj speaking, Canto 7, Chapter 5, Verse 32 Unless they smear upon their body is the dust of the lotus feet of a Vaishnava, completely freed from material contamination, persons very much inclined toward materialistic life cannot be attached to the lotus feet of the Lord, who is glorified for his uncommon activities. Only by becoming Krishna conscious and taking shelter at the lotus feet of the Lord in this way can one be freed from material contamination. Five twelve twelve, also similar. Rahuganet at Tabasanayati, Nache Jaya Nirvapanagrahadva, Nachandasana Eva Jalagni Suriyair, Vina Mahatpada Rajobhishekam. My dear King Rahugana, unless one has the opportunity, you know who is speaking this? Jada Bharat. My dear King Rahugana, unless one has the opportunity to smear his entire body with the dust of the lotus feet of great devotees, One cannot realize the absolute truth. One cannot realize the absolute truth simply by observing celibacy, brahmacharya, strictly following the rules and regulations of householder life, leaving home as a vanaprastha, accepting sannyas or undergoing severe penances in winter by keeping oneself submerged in water or surrounding oneself in summer by fire and the scorching heat of the sun. There are many other processes to understand the absolute truth, but the absolute truth is only revealed to one who has attained the mercy of a great devotee. Adhya Vaishnava seva nistarpechekeva Narutam Dhasthakur has said Who has ever Entered into the spiritual world Without serving a Vaishnava He is asking like that Who has ever entered the spiritual world Without serving a pure devotee Nobody So That is the only way Then we will be All this truth will be revealed to us Like the economic problem. It is a small problem from the spiritual perspective. Our maintenance. The Lord is already... The animals don't have economic problems. Elephant. 50 kgs each meal. He does not have economic problem. He is eating. And he is producing so many children also. And children also eating and becoming big. Thousands of elephants. Why don't they don't have economic problems? We have. Sometimes they have. When the forests are cut down by the idiot human beings. Then they have a problem. We are the problem, in fact. We are not only causing problems to ourselves, but to others also. Otherwise, there is no. So, our maintenance is not a big deal if we know how to just simply follow the rules and regulations. But we make it so complicated. Mm -hmm. Even in uh, expensive city like this, I mean, in a very developed city like this in Singapore, so many people are still struggling to meet ends. Hmm? Very, very developed country. Every developed country, wherever you go, there will be people who are struggling. Why? If it is so developed, why, is people, why are people still struggling? I mean, it is not a perfect system. Perfect system means just have land, have cows, that's it, finish. And do Sankirtan Yajna. In this age, no need big, big Yajnas means no need to do all the Havan. Just Sankirtan. Just organize... Chanting of the holy name, Nagar Sankirtan, like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu used to do. Udilo uh, Aruna Purabhu Bhage, Dvijamani Gora Amani Jage, Bhakta Samoha Loya Sathe, Gelanagaru Braje. So, he used to take the devotees in the sunrise, he will go out on the streets and chant Hare Krishna. And everybody chants Hare Krishna with him. So, this is a simple method. If this can be organized and land and cows are there, everything will be there. Economic solution solved. Let's move on to spiritual. Don't waste time whole life economics, economics, economics. Hmm. So that is the whole idea. So any questions or comments on this topic? taking the prasadam, mm. fully engrossed in that, so that all the parts of our body gets satisfied, then like his parts are satisfied and then consciousness, Chetan also gets purified. Yes. And that was the concept. Now what is the purpose, both system and they don't have time actually, the main thing is Anna, un- un- Anna actually. Yes. So, That's party, why it is said, say, no? So, Not only growing everything and, you know, by the mercy of the Lord, but even eating. Prabhupada to the wall like a man without mm. talking to him, without sitting, Yes. You see, in the Chandogya Upanishad 7.26.2, 7.26.2, Ahara shuddha Satva Shuddhi, Satva shuddha Dhruva Smriti, Smritilambhe Sarvagranthinam Vipra Moksha. By performance of Yajna, one's eatables become sanctified, and by eating sanctified foodstuffs, One's very existence becomes purified. By the purification of existence, Finer tissues in the memory become sanctified and when memory is sanctified, one can think of the path of liberation and all these combined together lead to Krishna consciousness, the great necessity of present-day society. How from food the whole process you see is? Yeah. Then some questions here. What is this? somebody is asking let's put the question on the live stream here so one balram prabhu is asking suppose a person don't want to live in brahmaloka indraloka vaikuntha nor in material world etc then he is a fool or rascal or nonsense i don't know what the question is <laughs> he has to live somewhere either <laughs> brahmaloka or indraloka or vaikuntha loka or, Earth or anywhere he has to live is living right I mean, he is living somewhere. Suppose a person don't want to live. No, he has to live somewhere. He is living. So, either here or Vakuntha or Brahma Loka, he has to live somewhere. Uh, But a person who is not interested in the kingdom of God, yes, he is a rascal. Then he is a nonsense. He is everything. Everything bad. What else? No other questions. <laughs> Somebody put an angry emoji. <laughs> Somebody is angry with the glass. Alright, I think no more questions. We'll stop here then. Grantraj Srimad Bhagavad Gita ki Srila Prabhupada ki. Itai Gaur Primananda.